You're listening to County Conversations, a podcast brought to you by the New York State Association of Counties. Today we're talking about Oneida County's Main Street Program, an initiative that provides county-level support to local municipal downtown development projects, assists in the redesign of Main Streets, and promotes investment and business growth. Here to talk about the program that he unveiled earlier this year in the State of the County Address is Oneida County Executive Anthony Pacenti. County Executive, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you. It's great to be with you. To start us off, can you give an overview of Oneida County? Sure. Well, uh, first of all, if you take a map of uh, New York State and you look right at the heart of the state, right dead center in upstate New York, you'll find Oneida County. We literally are right in the center point of that map. And Oneida County, which is, um, you know, which is established in 1798, uh, currently has about 200 and 35,000 residents, uh, give or take, uh, you know, with the recent census, um, and uh, really is, uh, you know, a jewel, as, as we or we like to refer to it here, as uh, an Oneida County uh, resident and, and the executive, um, proud of our county. It's it's a large county in area, um, you know, over 1,200 square miles. I mean, it's, it's, it's it has, uh, you know, it takes, uh, Take you an hour to get from one end of the county to the other, um, but uh, we have 26 towns. We have 17 villages, three cities. Uh, the county seat is Utica, New York, uh, where I am currently sitting as we're having this discussion. But uh, over the over the most recent years, we've developed into a technology hub uh, with um, the Griffiths Business and Technology Park, which houses the Air Force Research Laboratory. Uh, which is a, is a major developer and, and uh, national security uh, system and in place for all things uh, relative to cybersecurity and national security systems and, and research evolving around that and so many other different um, uh, areas of, of uh, national security that are developed there. And as a result, uh, numerous companies, numerous tech companies have called and expanded from there and then called Oneida County home. And we're currently undergoing some major projects such as uh, the Cree, which is uh, Wolf Speed, which is a major developer of, uh, of lighting, but also of nanotechnology. The chip fab plant is being built in Marcy, uh, just a few miles outside of Utica. You know, $1.2 billion investment between Cree, the state of New York. Uh, that's ongoing and then hopes to be open in the first quarter of 2022. A new uh, state-of-the-art hospital system is being built, hospital building in, in downtown Utica. Uh, Mohawk Valley Health Systems, uh, along with the state again, another $600, billion, $600 million in investment uh, there. And uh, you know, numerous other areas of economic development, our Nexus project, which is uh, in addition to our Utica uh, auditorium, uh, the Adirondack Bank Center, which will add three sheets of ice and then uh, expand to tournament play for uh, hockey, soccer, and lacrosse. That's fantastic. It sounds like a lot of economic development happening in Oneida County. Nice mix of different projects going on. There is, and, and that's been even through, uh, you know, throughout COVID uh, and ongoing um, projects like the hospital, which, which began before that, three also, which began, uh, did, not, did not stop uh, 
construction uh, during that time period. So, you know, that was important, and, you know, for a variety of reasons, not just on the economic side of it, uh, but on the psychological side for the community to really see that things, uh, you know, kept moving. That and, and we had other development taking place at the, uh, as I mentioned, Griffiths International, uh, or Griffiths Business and Technology Park, which has the county airport, Griffiths International Airport. There's other development there on our UAS systems, the development of SkyDome and indoor, your own testing facility is ongoing. So, you know, that was an important aspect, uh, you know, as we were fighting COVID that we could also point to the community and say that, look, we're still moving forward here. Yeah, I can, um, can you take us a bit back to the beginning of the pandemic and what some of your major concerns were uh, at the outset for um, the regional economy and local businesses, especially with all of this development that had to continue? Well, I mean, certainly that, you know, the, you know when, when COVID struck as hard as it did in, in terms of you know, literally shutting down, you know, economies across the state and then across the globe, you know, with, especially with these large signature, signature projects that had meant so much to us and really had given us, you know, the, the type of development that, you know, quite frankly, this community hadn't seen, you know, that kind of investment. And when you're talking, you know, 1.2 billion in, in, in terms of uh, pre 600 million in the hospital, another uh, 10, 15 million up at Griffiths, another you know, 60 million for the Nexus Center. I mean, those are unprecedented development. I, I don't think there's a county across the state right now uh, that has that, those size projects taking place. So naturally our concern upon the shutdown was, you know, what's that gonna do, you know, present and then certainly future and so, you know, the, the benefit of keeping them going and, and really working uh, tirelessly with the state and, and others to make sure that those projects stayed on track was in, in addition to fighting the unknowns of the pandemic was, was quite a challenge. But, you know, the great partnerships we have with the hospital system, with Cree Wolf Speed, with, uh, you know, with our other partners and, and just in general trying to, you know, maneuver that really became, you know, uh, the focus. And, and when we saw that they could continue, albeit, you know, with some blips, because obviously you still had to concern yourself about uh, the workforce and making sure they remained healthy because it wasn't a matter of just, you know, keeping them open. We had to keep those workers uh, and, and everybody safe too from COVID uh, because, you know, the shutdowns that, that could occur or would occur during that, you know, were, you know, certainly delay. But, but, you know, in, in doing that, so once, I think once we got over that initial hump that those were going to continue, at least that gave us all a collective sigh of relief. Okay, that's one less thing we have to worry about to the greatest extent anyway. And we could focus on getting our community back up and running in total. Right. So earlier this year, um, in your state of the county, you had talked about, uh, you know, touched on economic development and talked about the Main Street program. And then just recently in July, um, you released some more details about this program. Um, can you tell us a little bit about the program and what motivated you to start it and 
some of the key steps leading up to the launch to help with economic development with all of these new facilities and this new workforce that's coming to Oneida County? Well, you know, with all of the, so with, with, with COVID, you know, COVID brought, you know, in terms of the, the concerns and, and the areas of, of focus, you know, uh, immediate and then, you know, short and long-term, you know, with it, you know, watching and seeing what was happening in our communities, uh, you know, was, was crucial to, you know, to, you know, keeping us on track and keeping people safe. So, you know, we were in that, all of us were in that, you know, and talking to other executives as well, we're in that dual mode of, you know, we got to keep our eye on, on COVID, you know, uh, you know, in terms of the health and safety aspect of our community. But then, you know, where, you know, we're not in, in not falling into the trap that, well, the economy's got to take a back seat. We have to try and keep both running as best we could. And that's very difficult given the restrictions, given the, the, the shutdowns, given the executive orders that not only came from the state, but obviously also from, you know, from, from the county themselves and, and other, other, other governments. So, you know, in looking at, you know, in, in dealing with COVID and going through the course of a year and, uh, you know, trying to come out from under what had happened to us, trying to look at, okay, what were, you know, the greatest gaps, uh, the, the exposures of COVID that you know, opened up our eyes to okay, we got to you know as as we come through this, we got to focus over here in this area or in, in you know what particular area, and and in the economy being the without question the main focus of getting things back up and running, and especially our small businesses. And while we had and we're confident and, and continue to, to move forward on the big projects, let's, let's not forget what, what got us here. And those are you know, the small business corridors of our communities. And whether it is in, whether it's in the city of Utica or the town of New Hartford or the village of Whitesboro, or, you know, as I mentioned, 17 villages, you know, 26 towns and, and the three cities, a lot of main streets. <laughs> so, you know, that's, you know, that's the, the first thing. And, and while main streets have, have always been a focus for, for governments and economic development in, 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 in almost every year, it really put a different light on it, you know, around the pandemic because those got closed for a while. So as we started looking at those pieces and, and then looking at you know, what else do we need to attract more people back to these businesses? So we, you know, the Main Street program became that, that, that focus or rather that, that planning piece. And then we looked at the opportunities through the American Rescue Act and funding to say, okay, that might be something to really re, reinvest in those Main Streets, rejuvenate what had, had, had been shut down, but also add a new twist to, to Different, different communities. You know, we have we have such great communities, and I know every every county executive will say that. But we have such great main streets in some of our in, in our towns and villages, and those that have the little commercial sectors in which people gather, whether it's the coffee shop, the restaurant, the retail establishment, you know, the, the you know whatever a bookstore, whatever it might be, 
you know, how do we get people back into those settings where they were, you know, where, where COVID made them hesitant and, and, you know, everybody was doing more online shopping. We want to get people back into our, into our community to, to, you know, keep those businesses that in, in tough times were still there. So we looked at a Main Street program and said, okay, what else can we do? And how do we work with these cities, towns, and villages? Let's, let's collectively come together, do a match, figure out, let's do planning first. What do you need? What, what's going to make it better? Walkways, outdoor dining, outdoor shopping. What can we do to expand and enhance what your Main Street looks like? I was just going to say there are some of the resources um, on your on Oneida County's website about this Main Street program, and they talk a little bit about the ideal Main Street, you know, with um, supporting local businesses and providing accessibility to um, everyone who would come to the area and promoting traffic safety. What are some of the features of an ideal Main Street? Well, you know, there's no, you know, as we say, there's no, there's no perfect Main Street or singular design for a Main Street. So it really does expand into, and in, in, in every area would be different, you know? So, I mean, what, what may work in a, in a, in a village may not work, uh, you know, directly in, in the city. So everybody's a little bit different in that regard. But I mentioned restaurants, I mentioned, you know, the outdoor aspect of things, but I also mentioned, you know, you know, we've been, we've been developing more of our, more of our infrastructure towards walking and biking and bicycling, which doesn't, you know, hasn't really, you know, as, as much as it takes place in, in, in other parts of the state had not really been, and, and especially in terms of, you know, whether it's, you know, biking and, and pedestrian traffic, you know, is not, you know, the connectivity was not always there or always as accommodating as, as we as everybody feels it should be. You know, that's been changing over the last several years as, as downtowns, which became and main streets, which became, you know, back 20 years ago, you know, more vacant because the suburbs with malls and, and shopping centers were replacing that. We're finding more people coming back into our downtown and then our main streets, especially with some of the projects we have. So in looking at, you know, what, you know, just a plain sidewalk doesn't do it. You know, where's the green space? Where's some plantings? Where's some benches? Where's the, where's the ability to, you know, at that coffee shop, you just go inside and then take it and go drink it in your car. Why not have areas outside that you can, that you can enjoy it and have more, more space between that? Same with the restaurants, the same with retail. The same with allowing that space. But when you do that, you have to recognize that there's safety adventures because you don't want to block things. You don't want to cover things. You want to still have enough room for pedestrians. You want to have enough room for bikes, you enough, have enough room you know, for adequate parking on those streets so people can get to those points. So it, it's a combination of different areas and, and settings, depending on what the focus may be as to how we approach and how we better expand, especially a smaller village can, can, is, is more compact. So in that compact area, how do we get the most space out of it? It's almost like designing that, that extra, you know, that extra space in your house where you have so much room to build, 
you know, in, in, in some areas you have the bigger space or the same with a backyard or, or if you compare it to, you know, anything you're doing, you know, in your, in your, in your, your overall, you know, footprint of your home. Okay. You have so much to work with. What gives you the best, uh, the, the best growth factor in it, in the best expanse of space without taking from what you really need? So it's, it's really that planning that, you know, we want to work with the towns you know, villages and villages and the cities to, you know, really look, in, you know, collectively and say, okay, you know, because we're trying to look at you know, different areas of how do we inject, you know, that, you know, that ambiance and that, and that setting that is going to attract people to those businesses, because then it does become about the businesses and it becomes about you know, growing and, and, and expanding what, you know, what can be brought into that, into that Main Street area. So how do we get the most of it? And how do we look at it, you know, from the perspective of let's make it, you know, the, the living space that we want it to be, but also make it safe when you're, when you're crossing the streets, when you're walking the streets, you know, whatever you have, because you know that there's, you know, you know, if you're going to expand outdoor dining, you only have so much room to go, but you still need more. How do we make it bigger? How do we make it, you know, more attractive? So there's there's no one one plan. There's, it's not a cook. It's not a one one plan fits all. Everybody's going to have to be different, and everybody is because everybody is different. And each of your municipalities would need something a little bit different. Like, you know, some might have better accessibility versus, you know, green spaces versus something. So being able to tailor it, it seems like a really great benefit. It does. And, and some of them do have, you know, the other the, the added amenities. Like there, there are many little villages here that we have that in their main streets have the exact village green. So they do have that green space. You know, so in addition to where the businesses are located on the street themselves. And then you have the, the green space in the center of a, of a, of a village green, and, you know, with, you know, do we, you know, is, is that village green expanded enough to attract more activity so that on the weekends, whether it's a public market or whether it's a concert or whether it's something else that hasn't been done, can that now be done? And then how do we make that? fit in. So it's not just, you know, it's, it's about overall activity development. You know, do we, you know, do the, do the facades need improvement? Because if people don't see it's not attractive and if it doesn't, you know, look, look the part where people really think, well, that's, you know, you know, that's not where we want to go or, or, or look how unique this is and, and what, what, works in one area or doesn't necessarily work in another, but at the same time, you know, let's use the creativity of our businesses, the business community to find out what do they want? What works for them? What do they think would work best in, in, in helping them attract more people? And if that's a facade improvement that we can facilitate through this, that's another piece. So it's not, it's, it's, it's all inclusive, but it does have to look at, you know, specific, our goal is, you know, you know, Utilize, you know, improving our, our business uh, community in those in those small business areas, and making our, our main streets, you know, more attractive, safe, and accessible. Have you received any applications so far with specific projects in mind? 
Well, one of the things, you know, after the state of the county, we, you know, that, that was why the, you know, the state of the county kind of introduced it and then proposed it as, as you know, as we do in, in those addresses to kind of put the agenda forward. And then we started developing, you know, an overall you know, planning guide and, and such and, and, uh, and uh, you know, application process that we put in and that we developed. So that was the rollout a couple of weeks ago of saying, okay, here it is. This goes out to all towns, villages. We have had, we haven't had formal applications, but we've been talking to several of the, of the, of the, of the towns initially and, and, and villages to say, yeah, we're interested. We've been wanting to do this. We're looking to develop, you know, new, you know, new pathways, new roadways, expanding our, our sidewalks so that we can have more, you know, more, more, uh, more services and, and more, uh, you know, more, you know, business expansion. So, uh, you know, the response so far has been has been very good, and you know, we expect in the, in the weeks ahead, literally, that we'll be, you know, we'll be having applications in which. Uh, we can sit down uh, through our planning department to work with them and then really come to a, a, an overall uh, overall plan that then we can begin investing in you know as early as as early as next year um, you know and, and the benefit is it's a 50 50 match 50 50 on the planning side 50 50 match on the on the development side great so with this program in mind um, you know, helping to promote local business and improve accessibility and really you know, add benefit to the county and to the munici municipalities within the county. Um, if some of our other, you know, county leaders are listening to this podcast and they're thinking, wow, this would be a great program to bring to our community. What were, what's some advice that you would give to them to start a program like Oneida County's Main Street program? Well, I think first, first off, the, you know, the advice is, you know, is, you know, that, you know, we don't have all the answers and we don't plan, we don't, we don't tend to, we have a planning department uh, that is, you know, completely, you know, experienced and, 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 and qualified to help put together a plan if you come in with an idea or want to talk about, you know, specifics. And then we have, you know, other county staff, you know, whether it's engineering, you know, in terms of, in terms of traffic and, and, uh, and uh, you know, other infrastructure, uh, you know, in, you know information as well. So, and and recognizing that towns and villages have that, but maybe not to the extent that a, that the county planning department and our county engineering and division does. So, you know, you know, but the point here is, you know, you know, no one, we don't, we're not, we're not looking to say, here's what we think you should do. You know, we want to look at, okay, what, you know. What's your idea? What's what you know? Let's let's look at your current main street together. You know what your thoughts are. Where we can where we can blend in. Really have a you know a, a process in which you know we, we work together and, and and try to figure out you know what's best. And, and you know if we have to bring another you know third party to you know kind of add to that, we're open to do that. So I guess the advice really is you know not to dictate. It's it's. Uh, it's not competitive. It's not about one community, you know, doing something. You know, I mean, if they want to, we government, we copy things all the time, as you know. I mean, whether it's one county to the next, or or, or city, or, or or state. So we're we're always we're always sharing, and we you know, say stealing ideas. Sometimes we're sharing ideas. So yeah. So I guess you know, 
and looking at it, it's just a, the perfect opportunity given the COVID situation. That's the other point here is, you know, this is, this is while the availability of the American Rescue Act and its funding you know, provides for uh, you know, projects that are related to the COVID, because there is specific guidelines on the Rescue Act. And I guess from my perspective, and, and when we look at it, I think this is an ideal one because of, because of a variety of reasons. You know, I mean, this is not, and I don't want to paint it as strictly a beautification project because it's much more than that. It's about, it is about safety. It is about, uh, it, it is about, uh, you know, uh, accessibility and, uh, you know, and, and it is about you know, enhancing and, and developing, you know, our economic conditions. And because it was, because of the fact that COVID had such a great impact on, and on, you know, and these small businesses that are the heart of our communities. You know, there are, there are businesses throughout this community that in those main streets, those people in those villages relied upon. And when COVID hit, in, in many cases, they couldn't go to them. And that was a tragedy in itself. So our goal is to, you know, I mean, make sure that, the, that anything else that happens, we have these things in place. You know, we learned a lot from COVID, albeit as bad as it was, we learned about how to adjust. And, you know, the adjustment of this, you know, I mean, an adjustment is a big piece in this, in this Main Street program because it, it, it makes us adapt to these challenges that we've experienced. So the next time, we all hope there won't be a next time, but we know certain things can happen. But regardless, we've now, we can now expand in, in a different way and enhance those businesses in ways that we never would have never thought of had it not been for, you know, for this pandemic. So I think that that's a key point as we look forward at this. And that's why I think this is a unique kind of program to look at. You know, while we can look at, and we are still looking at areas of, of broadband and expanse, you know, for, you know, for our, you know, for all of our areas, because we know how important that was during, uh, during COVID and the gaps that we experienced in that, in that lack of broadband that, you know, was, was difficult for people that had to work from home, that had to, you know, the, you know, school from home and, and all the other, the other pieces. But then there's this side of it that really does strike at the heart of a community. Because when you couldn't go to that restaurant down the street or you couldn't go to the store or the coffee shop or the little small grocer or the, uh, the, the market uh, or you know, the bookstore or the clothing store, I mean, and we have them all throughout this, you know, this community. When you couldn't do that, that, that was that was tough and that was hard for a lot of people. And so if we can, you know, this is a great opportunity to make sure that that doesn't happen. And then again, we can look at ways in which we can adapt going forward. It's a great path forward, uh, you know, investing in your local communities and taking, you know, time to turn lessons learned from COVID into an opportunity for growth. So that is exactly. really exactly. great. Exactly. So, I mean, I think that that's, you know, that's what makes it, while 
Well, I know people from the glance, I mean, it's not a, a real you know, catchy name in terms of it because it's the Main Street program. And having done you know, economic development in my past uh, career before, I mean, we've done that Main Streets before and, and you think of Main Street sometimes, you think of, of strictly of, you know, of facades and, and, and overall aesthetic improvement. That's more than that. And I think that's really where it's gotta be explained, you know, explained or at least detailed more. Yes, you know, there's an aesthetic piece to it. You know, there does, there's a design piece to it, but it's more than that. It's about what else, you know, how, how do we get the maximum out of those main streets that, you know, can be achieved, you know, by, you know, by looking at all aspects of it, not just the storefront itself, what else needs to be done to make it attractive, to make it safe, accessible, and to make it a place that people are going to you know, want to frequent. I can say I definitely look forward to visiting Oneida County in the future as these developments keep happening. Yeah, I... and one last piece is, is, you know, with that, you know, the attraction of having another small business say, hey, wait, you know, I think I'm going to go there. I think I am going to go, and, you know, or, or, you know, a young entrepreneur that wants to try something with, 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 with the opportunity and, and, the, and the landscape changing, that could add to more of these, you know, the, the, the small businesses, which are certainly the heart of our, our community. Right, when you know that you're being supported, it's much easier to take that leap and to start your own business and to grow your business even, so. So yes, you'll have to come and see when we have the first project rolled out. Love to. And with that, um, I think that's a great place to end our conversation, but um, for any folks looking for more resources on this program, where would you uh, direct them to look? I would send them to uh, the, uh, the, the County Planning Department, Oneida County Planning Department. Uh, the commissioner is James Genovese. Uh, you can, you know, it's located at the historic Union Station here in, uh, in uh, Utica, uh, which is just, you know, just uh, blocks from the county office building. Union Station is, is another great landmark that, that the county owns. It's our train station, um, but we have county offices there. That's where the, uh, it's uh, one, two, three, or excuse me, it's three, two, one Main Street, uh, Utica, New York. I reverse the numbers, three, two, one Main Street, Utica, New York. Uh, and, uh, you know, go on our website, ocgov.net and go to the planning department and you'll see the guidelines for main streets and, and, and really uh, can, uh, can, can get more information and connect with, uh, with the department. And, and as always, you know, my office is also on their website and certainly, and you can contact us directly as well for any questions or any other information. But, um, you know, and that's the, you know, I mean, it, it's, it's interesting that I mentioned uh, Union Station on, on, on Main Street in Utica, and, and that's another project that we'll be looking at for our own Main Street town. Great, fantastic. So I just want to thank you so very much for taking the time to join us today and for uh, your insight on this program, and best of luck with all your projects going forward. Great, thank you very much, Katie. We'll, we will definitely love to give you an update on this in, in the months ahead. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of County Conversations. Keep tuning in each week for more interviews focused on county government and make sure to subscribe to stay up to date.